I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. A blockbuster report by Talking Points Memo has just dropped where they got their hands on all 2,319 text messages that were turned over by Mark Meadows back in October of 2021 to the January 6th committee while he was still cooperating and before he ultimately filed a lawsuit to block further production of documents before the January 6th committee on December of 2021. And so what we should also keep in mind here as I continue on this report is that there are probably thousands, if not tens of thousands of other text messages is that Mark Meadows has still not produced to the January 6th committee, which the January 6th committee is not going to be able to get as its term expires, but that special counsel Jack Smith will undoubtedly be able to get. So we previously have reported here on the Midas Touch Network about some of the messages that Mark Meadows had received because um, some of these messages had previously leaked. For example, you may recall the message from Marjorie Taylor Greene to Mark Meadows back on January 17th of 2021. She was a new congresswoman at this time. And this is what she said to Mark Meadows. She said, in our private chat with only members, several are saying the only way to save our republic is for Trump to call for martial law. I don't know on those things. I just wanted you to tell him they stole this election. We all know they will destroy our country next. Please tell him to declassify as much as possible so we can go after Biden and anyone else. Those are the messages from the traitorous Marjorie Taylor Greene. And then, of course, we've talked previously about messages that were from Sean Hannity and Laura Ingraham and others from Fox to Mark Meadows. But now we have the more fulsome record of all of these text messages that were sent as part of this batch of messages turned over by Mark Meadows to the January 6th committee. And the log includes more than 450 messages that Mark Meadows received to and from 34 Republican members of Congress. And what these messages tell the story of is that leading roles in the attempt to overthrow the free and fair election and to object on January 6th were led by Representatives Jim Jordan, Jody Heiss, Mo Brooks, and Senator Ted Cruz. I want to go through with you now, though, some of the most dangerous and deranged and, and, and sickening messages that were part of this Talking Points memo report here. So let's go through these messages. And the first message I want to show you is a message from Representative Ralph Norman, a Republican from South Carolina. This message was sent on January 17th. 2021. And you'll notice something similar about this message to the message that I previously just showed you of Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is what MAGA Republican Ralph Norman says to Mark Meadows. Mark, in seeing what's happening so quickly and reading about the Dominion lawsuits attempting to stop any meaningful investigation, we are at a point of no return in saving our republic. Our all capital, last hope, is invoking martial law. Please urge to president to do so. So also spelling martial law completely wrong. Also just 
complete misspellings and horrible grammar. Looks very similar to the message sent by Marjorie Taylor Greene on the same day. Indeed, this was a concerted effort by these MAGA Republicans to engineer a martial law, a suspension of the Constitution. That is what the Republicans in Congress were focused on as of January 17th. This is a message as part of the batch of records that Talking Points Memo got their hands on. This is from Jason Miller, a uh, Trump campaign advisor. Let's pull it up. And he talks about here how Representative Mo Brooks from Alabama it was basically one of the ringleaders in organizing the objections on January 6th. So this is what Jason Miller says to Mark Meadows. He goes, FYI, so I asked Ali Pardo from our press shop to get in touch with Representative Mo Brooks' office since he seems to be the ringleader on the January 6th deal. They say they will have as many as 50 members on board, 1-6, but we won't have a list of names until Sunday or Monday. This may not surprise you, but no one from the legal team has made contact with them at all. They request examples of fraud, numbers, names, whatever supporting evidence can be provided. We've now supplied that, but our legal squad isn't exactly buttoned up. I bring this up for a simple reason. If we're hoping to move real numbers on the 6th, I think we need to quickly start mobilizing our real deal allies. I'm ready to go. I have bodies to help. We'll follow your lead. What is Mark Meadows, Trump's chief of staff at that time? What does he say? Thanks, Jason. You are the best. I will bring it up with POTUS, and I plan to meet with them on Saturday. I want to go through, though, what Jason Miller said, because I think this particular message deserves a lot of attention. Because one of the things he's saying here is that this may not surprise you, but no one from the legal team. Now, who's the legal team? Pat Cipollone, Patrick Philbin is Pat Cipollone's top deputy, Eric Hirschman, all of those people have testified uh, before the January 6th committee. They've also provided testimony before the Department of Justice in the uh, grand juries that are criminally investigating Donald Trump. And they said there is no election fraud. This was all BS. They refer to team crazy of people like Jason Miller and others who were just providing just complete conspiratorial nonsense and BS. What they're saying, though, here is he goes, they're not buttoned up, basically criticizing the lawyers for not just accepting the false and conspiratorial nonsense that they were given. But then he goes, we need to get the real deal allies and I'm ready to go. I have bodies to help. I have bodies to help. Remember, this is on December 30th of 2020, talking about having bodies to help our real deal allies. Who do you think that's referring to? I mean, it could be referring to other members of um, 
Congress. It could be referring to other uh, members of the Senate. Um, it could be referring to Oath Keepers. It could be referring to some of the right-wing extremist groups that were going to cause violence. I mean, there's a lot of coded language in there, but it seems to intimate a non-legal forceful solution versus doing things legally. A very damaging and damning email right there sent or text message sent by Jason Miller. Here's a message from uh, Brian Babin, a representative from Texas, a MAGA Republican. This one was sent on November 6th. Babin writes, Mark, when we lose Trump, we lose our republic. Fight like hell and find a way. We're with you down here in Texas and refuse to live under a corrupt Marxist dictatorship. Liberty, exclamation point, Babin. I mean, they are so caught up in their deranged conspiratorial nonsense that what they're saying is, is that if we lose Trump, we lose our republic. And then they say that we refuse to live under a corrupt Marxist dictatorship. I mean, literally by saying Trump is the republic, is the dictatorship. So the lack of any self-awareness, the internal inconsistency, the sheer stupidity and the dangerousness of this message in just two or three sentences pretty much sums up MAGA for you right there. Then again, later in December, Representative Babin wrote the following. Mark, looks like objectors will be meeting this Saturday at 6 p.m. at the CPI. CPI is the Conservative Partnership Institute, which is a right-wing extremist group that funds a lot of the conspiratorial nonsense out there. To so say the meeting at this Saturday, 6 p.m. at the CPI facility, we would like to have you there. BPS. Probably need to keep our ears open to any machinations by Senate Dems and Republicans who want to change rules. Would you reach out to the VP and see if he will prevent that? That comes from Representative Babin. This is from Representative Mike Kelly, MAGA extremist from Pennsylvania. And he writes, we're in Philadelphia suing the Pennsylvania Secretary of State for her illegal meddling in this election and will continue to expose fraudulent actions. Let me know if there's anything I can do to fight these motherfuckers in Pennsylvania. Our president is heroic! Exclamation point. Thank you for all you've done and please let the president know just how much he's loved and appreciated in Pennsylvania. Sincerely, Mike Kelly. I mean, these people are really deranged. These people are really maniacs. I mean, these are the things that they are saying. Their idolization of Trump, their cult behavior, these messages couldn't be weirder. And then Mark Meadows goes, I will. Thanks, Mike. Now, this is a message from Representative Mark Green of Tennessee, who is one of the things that we constantly see in this trove of messages between Meadows and these uh, 34 Republicans. They're constantly sending him stuff from Newsmax. It's kind of this like windmill effect of conspiratorial nonsense, which it's like a conspiracy will start either by Trump or by a right wing uh, extremist network, whatever it is. Then it just kind of cycles through each other and it just keeps on spinning around and spinning around. And then that becomes their reality. 
And so here you have this MAGA extremist, Mark Green, forwarding to Mark Meadows this idea of the independent state legislature theory that basically legislatures don't need to do anything or listen to courts or anybody and they should be able to pick the electors that they want and just ignore uh, what the, who the people voted for. And this is what Mark Reed says. He goes, Dick Morris is saying state ledge can intervene and declare Trump winner. And then he lists the states. All we have GOP, let where all, where all we have is GOP legislatures. And then Mark Green sends the Newsmax conspiratorial article as a source for how he wants to justify the independent legislature theory, this unlawful concept that legislatures can just throw away the actual vote and just pick whoever they want. This is from MAGA extremist Ralph Norman uh, from South Carolina. This one was sent on November 7th, 2021, and this is what Ralph Norman says. Guys, if there ever was if there was ever a time to stand with our leader who has strengthened our military, stood for life for the unborn, supported Israel, built the wall, appointed conservative judges, etc., and we lay down and abandon him. This is all caps. Just because the biased media has called the election, now is the time to fight and all caps advocate for a recount in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania. What our delegation is doing in South Carolina is gathering on the state house steps on Tuesday to advocate for standing with our president. Oh, delegation is doing in, I think, South Carolina or Supreme Court. I can't really tell what he's trying to say here. Is gathering on the State House steps on Tuesday to advocate for standing with our president and other arguments, options that are at our disposal. For anyone willing to discuss our game plan, let me or anyone else know and let's get on a conference call with concrete plans of action. I will go anywhere, anytime to help our cause. Bottom line, it's time we, and this is all caps, fight for the one person who has changed this country way too soon to give in now. These right-wing Republicans, these MAGA extremists are weird cult followers. As I keep reading these messages to you, this is some of the most bizarre anti-American behavior. There's nothing normal about this. There's nothing normal even about the way they communicate in these messages. Like the way these messages look is like when a crazy person sends you an email with like all capitals and one gigantic paragraph. Just even that alone is like, and they're all like this. This is how they communicate, caps, small caps, and then all these deranged conspiracies, and then their obsequiousness to Donald Trump and their willingness just to completely sacrifice all values of our country, all values of democracy in service of Trump is just some of the strangest behavior in the world. This is a December 2nd message from Louis Gohmert uh, from Texas, Republican from Texas and Gohmert writes, Mark Club for Growth wanted me to help in Georgia December 11th and 12th on their bus tour. I've also been asked to help this weekend while I'm still trying to spur people to get real winner of Prez recognized since without the Prez, all caps, officially reelected, we're done. Would it be possible to ride Air Force One to Georgia Saturday? I'd only need a ride down since I'd stay there longer. 
Also, if Prez had any time, I could drop by today. Would love to see you both. Thanks, Louie. Now, this is a message from MAGA extremist Paul Gosar. I'm not even sure if MAGA extremist emphasizes how extreme uh, Paul, Paul Gosar is and out of his mind he is. This is from December 16th. Paul Gosar goes to Mark Meadows. When is the 45 days up? What date starts the clock? November 3rd? If it is, then that is December 18th, exclamation point, exclamation point. China bought Dominion in October for $400 million. If that's not interference, then should have a report with details and specifics that would validate that either way. And if they didn't, dot, 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 call me. I have some fireworks coming out of Arizona early tomorrow. Call me anytime. I'm up. Again, completely deranged, derangerous dangerous. China didn't buy Dominion. Weird conspiracies. Weird the way they phrase things with just question marks and random dots. This whole this whole thing, it's a pattern though. When you see it together, that's why I'm showing you all of these messages too, because you start just seeing a pattern that these people are really just, and we know this, but you see it in their messages, like these are disturbed and deranged individuals. This is uh, Wyoming Senator Cynthia Loomis, and uh, she had just been, at this point, uh, uh, she had just been elected as, as a senator of Wyoming. And this is what she says, Dear Mark, in light of the forensic accounting report by Pennsylvania legislators, I have reached out to Senator Josh Hawley's staff to serve as a wingman to him on January 6th. Please include me in the loop as you gain access to equally persuasive evidence from other states. Thank you, Cynthia Loomis. That was sent on December 30th. So by December 30th, Trump had lost all of these lawsuits. He had lost dozens and dozens of lawsuits in federal courts before judges he appointed, before judges other presidents appointed. All of this was completely rejected. So you also have to think to yourself, too, when she says the persuasive evidence that's coming out of the Pennsylvania legislature, the forensic accounting report there, which is just which was rejected, is completely rejected, and that's persuasive evidence for her, the whole frame of the way these people think is completely deranged and skewed. And I guess deranged is the word of the day, but this is, it's just some really, really bizarre behavior. Now, this is a message from Jim Jordan to Mark Meadows, and this is sent the day before the insurrection. This is what Jim Jordan says on January 5th. He goes, on January 6th, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence, as president of the Senate, should call out all electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional, as no electoral votes at all, in accordance with the guidance from Founding Father Alexander Hamilton and judicial precedents. No legislative act, wrote Alexander Hamilton in Federalist Number 78, contrary to the Constitution, can be valid. The court in Hubbard v. Lowe reinforced this truth, that an unconstitutional statute is not law at all, is a proposition no longer open to discussion. Following this rationale, an unconstitutionally appointed elector, like an unconstitutionally enacted uh, statute, is no elector at all. 
And by the way, Mark Meadows responded to that and said, I agree, but I don't think Pence will go along. Mark Meadows endorsed this idea. And again, it's completely, completely deranged. I mean, even the stuff that he's citing don't stand for the proposition that he's even saying for. Alexander Hamilton and Federalist number 78 didn't say you overthrow and we should have coups on election. I mean, just because you literally say an unconstitutional statute is not a law at at all doesn't mean that validly selected electors that are voted on by the people where Biden won by 7 million votes and won in all of these states that you can set aside those. I mean, the way they pick on that statement to justify their coup just tells you all you need to know about them. And they think they're smart by citing Federalist number 78 and then, um, having an parenthetical SDNY 1915 case, 1916 case, you're citing basic legal propositions that if something is unconstitutional, it's not legal. Sure. But that doesn't then follow that you can have a coup over a free and fair election if you don't like the outcome because you don't like the winner where the winner was constitutionally elected, where it was Congress's duty under the 12th Amendment to effectuate uh, the um, certification of electors. You don't get to just become the arbiter then of everything that you personally feel you don't like that then doesn't make it uh, unconstitutional to you. It's why what's being said here, though, is just incredibly dangerous as well, because based on that idea, anything they don't like, they'll just claim, hey, that's unconstitutional. But here you see what their plan was. The plan was, and if Pence would have went along with this plan, we would have had, there would have been the coup at the end of the day, because that's what they wanted. They wanted Pence to say, you know what, these electors that were submitted by the states, I'm not counting them, but here I'm going to count the fake electors that were submitted by the states. Therefore, by the power vested in me, Trump wins. And they were going to throw that into, um, put our country through complete, complete devastation. That is what they wanted here as part of their cult of Donald Trump. That's how despicable these people they are. Here's the last one I will read. This is from Andrew Clyde of Georgia. And Andrew Clyde goes, Mark, this is Representative Andrew Clyde of Georgia's ninth. I would like to pass to POTUS that we are still with him. This is on January 9th. I believe in him and I want to encourage him. I will do my best to continue to fight for election integrity too. Jody Heiss suggested this was a good way to reach President Trump with encouragement. I truly hope he does create a new platform to complete with Twitter. And I hope he calls it Trumpet. And then we can send out notes to each other. Jennifer and I pray for POTUS daily and FLOTUS too. For Trumpet? This is what they're thinking about on January 9th, these MAGA Republicans, that he should create something called Trumpet. And then we can send out notes to each other. And by the way, this is also why it's critical that Jack Smith get all of Mark Meadows' text messages, not just these 2,319 messages, because... Donald Trump would not use devices. He would set up people like Mark Meadows to be the conduit so that Trump could claim that he's never seen these messages and to and to disclaim that he knew anything about him. That's why Mark Meadows is going to be and play a major role in special counsel Jack Smith's 
criminal investigation of Donald Trump. But anyway, those were the key messages I wanted to share with you today. Special shout out to Talking Points uh, Memo for this incredible report and for getting these text messages. Everyone check out Talking Points Memo's original report as well to read their full report. But for now, I'm Ben Micellus from the Midas Touch Network. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Consider becoming a patron. That's a member of the Midas Touch Patreon community. We have lots of exclusive content there, but most importantly, help grow this independent media platform. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellus. Midas Touch is unapologetically pro-democracy. And look, we know you are too. So please make sure you check out our best-selling shirt and our best-selling gear, the unapologetically pro-democracy gear. And hey, while you're at it, make sure you check out my favorite shirt and one of our most famous designs. It wasn't rigged, you're just a loser. At store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.